got to be more than that. It also says a warm feeling or warm feeling of concern. Well, like I've said in this series, when you try to define love and leave God out, your definition is lacking. Did you hear me? Yes or no? Yeah, when you leave God out of love, you left out what love is because God is love. Say that with me. God is love. Why do we love someone? Why do we fall in love? Why do we love our parents and parents love children? Why? Because God made us in His image. We do that because we're like God. We are not God, but we are made like God. Don't think you came up with love, okay? Just checking that out, okay? That's why people that think they're all that and they're just like, oh, what? come on. Amen. Love's a big deal. Love's a lot. So today I want to continue that series on unconditional love. But we're going to wrap it in Christmas. Amen? And the Christmas story has a lot of facets to it. But the Christmas story is the Christmas story. Of course, there's Bethlehem and there's the shepherd and there's the angels. And, of course, there's Jesus. He's the reason for it all. But there's Mary and there's Joseph and there's characters like Simeon and Zacharias and Elizabeth. Little baby John the Baptist. Amen? There's a lot of people in the story. There's some villains like Herod and others. But there's some that come about two years later. And if you're not careful, you can miss it. And that's the wise men. Say wise men. And so the title of my message today is It's Wise to Follow Love. It's wise to follow love. God is love. And it is wise to follow God. When I follow God, if I want to, I can start to realize I'm following love. I'm following what real love is. I can change. I have the capacity to love like I've never loved before. Because love is of God. And everyone that loveth is born of God and knows God. For God is love. So you're telling me that if I follow God... There's a package there that can unwrap for me, absolutely. And it did for the wise men. And I'd like to show it to you today. It's a personal message to me uh, that I wrote. It's a lot about my life and how God came into my life. But uh, I got a feeling you're going to hear some things today and you're going to go, that's me too. That's me too. Because, see, God's no respecter of persons. Say that. God is what? No respecter of persons. Where does that come from? Right from the Scriptures. That's exactly what he said. God is no respecter of persons. He's not willing that any should perish, but that all come to repentance or all come to be saved. Amen? So this is what God has for us all. So let's open it up, Raj, and see what we can find. So unconditional love. Now, as a boy, that's me. So I was skinnier and I had hair. It is the truth. That's me in about the fifth grade at West Rockingham Elementary School. I'm sitting there with a class picture. Somebody sent that to me a few years back. I don't even have that picture. They sent it to me somehow on the Internet or something. So that's who I was as a boy, just a little guy, poor, had them Converse's on. See them? Little Converse. How many remember them Converse's? They the white ones? Woo, they done made a comeback, them suckers. Amen. My wife likes that look, too. So anyway, I didn't know what the real meaning of Christmas was, as that little boy had no idea what Christmas was. Did you know there's a whole lot of Gary's out there? They don't know what Christmas is. We, you know, some of us, you, you grew up different than me. Don't mean you grew up necessarily 
knowing Jesus, though. A lot of us grew up knowing what Christmas was, and we, we went to church, but we never had a personal relationship with Christ. The church we went to didn't tell us that. You mean I need to be a Christian? I need to be born again. I thought if I light a candle or do water, say a few little things, I'll get there. I didn't know it was about believing in Jesus and what he did on the cross. I thought it was me working my way there a little bit. Amen. No, it's about Jesus. Say that with me. It's about who? It's about Jesus. That's why we say at this church, we love who? Jesus and we love people. Amen. We don't love, we don't love the Baptist church. We don't love the Assembly of God church. We're not going to put something above him. Yes or no? Amen. We love the Catholic. No, 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 no. We love who? Jesus. He's the authority. He's the one that shed his blood on the cross for us. He's what Christmas is all about. Not the church. Did you hear me? Yes or no? We don't want to screw that up. But so I grew up knowing nothing, though. Nothing. Right up in his head was nothing. And some of you think, well, he's still a little bit like that. But anyway. So I didn't go to church. And I grew up in the South and in the country. And in my town, most of those little churches probably taught Jesus. But they didn't teach it to me. And I certainly didn't hear it from mom and daddy. What I heard about God in my house was GD. Excuse me. Didn't hear praise the Lord. I didn't hear thank you, Lord. We didn't pray over our food. We just ate like little pigs. Amen. I still sort of do that, but now I pray. But the thing is, we just, I just grew up that way. So that was me. I never had heard of Christmas Eve services. Can you imagine that? Never. If you said, Gary, that's a Christmas Eve concert tomorrow night. I'd be like, who's playing? Johnny Cash? I mean, I had no idea. You say concert, I'm thinking of Willie Nelson or somebody. You know, I don't know. I don't know nothing. I knew nothing about the Lord. Did you hear me? Why are you telling us this, Clark? Because he's going to get all the credit for what I do know now. Amen? And anything I become is because of him. And where I fall short is because of my own sin. It ain't him. He's faithful. So I didn't know a thing. I do remember as a little boy going to that meal right there. That's Klopman Cotton Mill. That's where my daddy worked. My daddy had a seventh grade education. And uh, he worked at that mill. I tell people, when you go up I-95, you'll get into South Carolina. You'll almost get through the other side of South Carolina, a place called Florence, South Carolina. How many know where Florence is? I'm going to give you a little secret. If you want teeth, they'll give you a set of teeth at Florence for $99. I know many who've stopped there and got them. I'm just saying to you. Now, don't be surprised if they don't look sort of like big billboard. $99. I'm like, are you kidding me? But anyway, you know you're getting close to my house when you see that sign. That's all I'm saying to you. But if you hang a left in Florence and go down Highway 52, it'll take you through Chiral, Society Hill. You'll cross the Carolina line into North Carolina, and I'm only about 10 miles along the other side of that line. Why am I telling you this? Because from Florence all the way that away, there's still a lot of them. But back in the day, they were all cotton fields. And cotton mills. And that's where my daddy worked. I tell people working in the cotton mill like my daddy, he was a sweeper and an oiler. He had an oil camp. But that was one step, I tell people, above the cotton field. 
You don't get much poorer than a sweeper and an oiler and a cotton mill. So that was us. So anyway, I remember going to there with my daddy at Christmas. And we'd pull behind that mill. Look at it. I mean, it's not something to behold, is it? Dark. We'd pull behind the mill, go in one of them big old garage doors in the back, because that's where the loading dock was. And we'd go up in there, and it'd be dark. This was Christmas for me. And back down yonder, and sort of in the dark, was Santa Claus. And, brother, I'm going to tell you right now, the worst Santa Claus is in the cotton mills. I'm just telling you right now. I mean, this guy, he didn't even look like Santa Claus. He was pitiful. I just remember, as a little boy, we'd stand in line with all the other poor children. And there was my daddy. I didn't know my daddy that well, to be honest with you. He worked so much. Was not very good at just, and marriage to mama was crazy, and it was just a mess. But we'd stand there with my daddy, and we'd wait in line. We'd get up there, and we'd get a little small wrapped gift and a piece of fruit or two. So if you want to know what I knew about Christmas, well, that's about it. You understand? That was my life. There's got to be more, right? Got to be more. So I can't remember celebrating Christmas on Christmas Day. I can't remember that. Do you remember Christmas on Christmas Day and getting up in the presents under the I don't remember it. Because here's the way we were. Here's the way I was. My brothers and sisters are seven years and up older than me. Six of them. Whoop! That way. Here I am down here. A lot of them are going off into the Army, the Marines, got married. They're out of the house. And here I am left at home. And I would pester my mama, who was a waitress. I'd pester her about, I want my, open my presents. Can I open one, Mama? Can I open? So usually when Christmas came along, my presents, we already opened them. How many were like that? Some of y'all like that? I'm the only pain in the rear end here. Good grief. You and me, right? We're together. We'll go out and have lunch. But anyway, I remember one Christmas, I bugged my mama so bad. She didn't make much money, but I found a mini bike. I want a mini bike. I want a mini bike. I want a mini bike. And she bought me a mini bike for $125. Had a gas tank on it. It was used. Purple looking thing. That's sort of candy apple red, purple looking. And I, man, I bugged her. Let me ride it. Let me ride it. Two weeks, three weeks, four whatever it was Christmas. I rode that sucker. Christmas came along. It was broke. That was Christmas for me. I'm just giving you a picture of Christmas in my life. Amen. Y'all cool so far? Y'all going to sleep? Probably. Here we go. I didn't know God at all. I never gave it a thought. I never gave it a thought that there was even a God. I didn't walk around as a kid going, well, I guess there's a God. Is there a God? I had no idea. It didn't cross my mind. I love baseball, football basketball, you know, stuff like that. Didn't think about God. Did you know there's a lot of people just like me out there? Say, that's why I tell you, don't just assume that people you know are Christians or your name. Why not invite them to a Christmas Eve service? Why not invite them to church on some Sunday? Why don't you just, you meet them out front when they get here? Or possibly, how about you, they ride with you. How about that? Yes or no? Amen. It's how you reach people for Christ. 
So anyway, I, I didn't know that God had a son. If you'd have told me, Gary, did you know you know God? I go, uh-uh. He's got a son. You know he's got a son. Who's that? Did God get married or something? I mean, it's just how I was. I didn't know anything. Got it? Why are you pressing this so hard? Because I want to show you what God did for me. Is that okay? I mean, you can't get more lost than I was lost. I had no clue that God loved me. I had no clue that God loved me. I don't ever remember telling, somebody saying, Gary, God loves you. I don't ever remember somebody. But if they'd have said it, I, I wouldn't even remember it. Because it meant nothing to me. You understand? So, boy, Christmas is important, isn't it? There's people like me all over the world, all over the country. They're growing up in a hell hole of a home where mama hates daddy, daddy hates mama, if they even got one. While we come in here, we need to love people, baby. Amen. They matter. They matter. So let's go with a little bit of the message now. Say that with me. Here we go. We're rolling now. It's what? Wise. That's what I did. It's wise to follow love. The wise men. Oh, look at them. The wise men. For me, it was my mother drunk one night in a chair watching Billy Graham, the preacher, go off TV. I walked in after partying, and she said, we're going to church in the morning. It was late November. I went with Mama the next day, not because I'm a good son. I went with her after I cussed her every name in the book. And then I went with her to keep some preacher from taking our last dollar. That's the only reason I went. I knew nothing about church people, but somehow in my mind, even though I knew nothing about church, I guess Satan had already implanted in my mind that church people are bad people. They're crooks. They will steal from you. That's why I say at this church, if you can't give cheerfully, then what? Did you know I'm saying it for Gary's? Because I don't doubt right now in this room, there's people that have come today. You don't know me from Adam's house cat. But you've already judged me, which is okay. That I'm a crook, or he's a preacher, he's not real, it's a lie. I get that because I did the same exact thing. So I try to pull the rug out as many times as I can. Amen? So on that one on offering, we don't want you to give here unless you can do it cheerfully. That rug's coming out from under your butt. Amen? Say yes or no. We'll be fine. So anyway, but Mama said we're going to church. I went with her. The people were nice. That's why it's important at Fellowship Church that we are what? We are what? We're what? Matter of fact, I want to be better than that. I want to go out of our way. I want to step into their space. I want to love on them. I, want, I don't like nobody hugging me. Well, I'm sorry. We're going to do our best to do it. Amen. We're going to love you. We're going to give to you. We're going to have crazy parties. We're going to have the place open. People are going to feed you. are going to have my house open. People, you're going, we're going to do that. Why do you do it? Because we love you. Amen. Because there's people like me that never had it. Amen. Yeah, praise the Lord. Come on, it's good stuff. Come on. But I got to get on with the message because Roger's going to be on me here. So let's go with the wise men. They followed a star. But I'm going to tell you right now, they didn't know it. They were following love. 
Because God is love. Are y'all hearing me? Now when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, say it with me, there came what? Wise men from the east to Jerusalem saying, where is he that is born king of the Jews? Say that part with me now. For we have seen his star in the east and we are come to worship him. Now to me these wise men were astrologer type people. They were like maybe our engineers today. This is my opinion. Technical people. I can see them with their little little gadgets that they have and their, their little book, their paper and all this stuff, and they're trying to figure it all out. You hear me, yes or no? Technical type people. They're trying to see something different in the, in the skies, and they're going to follow that. It's just different. Amen. It's wise to follow love. You'd be surprised where love will lead you. If it's love, if it's real love, if it's God love, it'll lead you a good way in your life. I'm telling you, right. look at me today. It's crazy what God has done for me. And he's no respecter of persons. He'll do it for you. How many of you are just shocked at how God has led your life? Let me see. I'm just flat out shocked. Amen. Come on. Praise the Lord. All of us. Come on now. That's craziness. Now, my brother back here from Carolina, did that sound any way like you grew up or no? Did it? Okay, so you sort of know Carolina, and that's about the way it is in some of that area, ain't it? Raleigh won't Raleigh back in the day, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's Charlotte and all that. We didn't have all that back then. Different place. Things are different now. Florida was different. Y'all remember? Yes or no? How many been coming here 50 plus years? Let's see some hands. Was it different? Crazy. People thought you crazy coming here. You know, different different world. But God is love, and this was manifested the love of God toward us because that God sent His only begotten Son into the world that we might do what? Through Jesus. We might what? Live through Him. Say this verse with me. One of my favorite in the Bible. Herein is love. Not that we what? Loved God, but that He what? He loved us and gave His Son. He sent His Son to be the what? Propitiation. Big word. Sacrifice for our sins. I love that verse. It sets it straight for me. Whosoever shall confess that Jesus is the Son of God, God dwells in him and he in God. Now we're getting somewhere hanging here. And we have known, and say that with me, and done what? Believed the love that God hath to us. Say these three words pretty loud. One, two, three. God is love. One more time. God is love. How did God demonstrate his love for us? He sent his only son, Jesus, to die for us. He gave him for a sacrifice for us. That's sure a lot better definition than a strong attraction to somebody. A warm concern. How about this? I created you in my image and in my likeness. And you all went astray. You've all sinned. And I had to rescue you. There was no way without me. And the only way I could do it was send my only son to be the sacrifice for your sins. Not for his sins and not for my sins. God speaking. But for your sins. That is love. Amen. No greater love 
has a man than this. Jesus said, say it if you know it, than that a man lay down his life for his, for his friends. And he said after that, I've called you friends. Amen. I'm a little all over the place, but believe it or not, I'm still staying steady here. And we've known and believed the love that God has to us. Have you? Do you believe God is love? He that dwells in love dwells in God and God in him. See, it's a package deal, baby. When you believe in God, when you believe in his son Jesus, that is ultimate love. And now when you put your faith in him, he dwells in you. And you don't even know it. You're dwelling in him. And you are dwelling in love. But we're so stupid, me. We don't even know it. You mean there's a life out here for me now that I am in Christ. I'm dwelling in him. He's in me. And he is love. And I can love like this? Yeah. And it can happen pretty, pretty cool. And it happened to the wise men. Just want to use them. Here they go. So it's very wise that you believe God loves you. Did you hear me? Say that out loud. It's very wise to believe that God loves you. You ain't one of them kooky Christian people that believe God loves you, is you? I sure am. Spell my name right. Gary with two R's. I believe God loves me. I love what my daughter says to me, Elise. She tells me often, she says, I'm God's favorite. That's what Elise says about herself. She says, you know I'm God's favorite, right? I love that she feels that way. You're his favorite? Look at you. Okay, Elise, Miss Barbara, and you're going to go toe-to-toe after the service. Isn't that great? Why don't you stop the excuse-making and the blaming? Because something's bad has happened in your life. Just because your wife left you or your mother was shot. Like mine was. Does that mean God doesn't love you? Oh, no. doesn't mean that at all. Well, but why did he, he let me lose my job? Why did I lose the house? God took my house. Satan will do everything he can to get you to be dumb to the love of God. Did you hear me? I tell you what I wish you'd do today. I wish that you would say, I will not walk out those doors today without experiencing the love of God in my life. I'm sick and tired of living without it, and I'm leaving here until I get it today. You've got to make a decision, man. Amen. What happened to me and my mama? Well, we went to that church three weeks. That third week was December 18, 77, Christmas time. And my mother put her faith in Christ, and I put my faith in Christ, and the rest is history. We didn't know what we got when we got love. I'm going to show you what we got. We got what the wise men got. Here's what God did for me when I believed in him and that he loves me. See, that's salvation. Salvation ain't going to church and dressing up and getting your little buttons or carrying the Bible. Look. It's about do you believe God loves you? Do you believe God loved you so much he gave his son for you? That is salvation. Amen. That's called the new birth. But with a new birth comes a new potential and a possibility to love like you've never loved before. Y'all hearing me or not? So let's go for it now. Let's check out the wise man. Here we go one by one. What happened in my life? It happened in them. It can happen in you. 
When they heard the king, because Herod said, tell me when you find the kid, where he's at, because I want to worship him. He's a liar. He wanted to kill him. Remember? And so the wise men departed. And lo, the star which the wise men saw in the east, as they departed, it went before them. Till they got to the place and it was standing over where the young child Jesus was. So the first thing God did for me, number one, number one, God opened my eyes. These wise men saw something and they followed it. And when they got there, it was Jesus. It was Jesus. That's what God did for the little boy in the picture. That didn't know nothing. Never heard about God. Didn't know a thing about God. Did you go to seminary to learn about God, Gary? No, I knew him before I ever got there. Amen. He met me in the country. He met me right where I was. And he met me in my sin. Can you imagine that, me cussing my mama like that and going to church? And God still wasn't so ticked off at me. He loved me still. Amen. And he opened my eyes. He opened my eyes, guys. I didn't know there was a God. I certainly didn't know he gave his one and only son for me. I didn't know that God loved me. And he opened my eyes. There's no way you're going to convince me ever in my life that God doesn't love me. You're just not going to. I don't think you'd try, but you'd be an idiot if you did. There's just no way. Yeah, but if you had what I had happen to me, you wouldn't love God. I probably have had what happened to you and maybe worse. But I'm not going to be an excuse maker. Because nothing is going to separate me from the love of God. And that's the Bible. I'll put that up against any jack or joker around. Amen. He opened my eyes. I'm, i got to quit doing that. I about had a spell. I get sick, don't I, Kim, when I do that? i got a high little hernia that slides and it just slid. Lord, help me anyway. I need to find an easier way to make a living. I'm just saying it. Here we go. God gave me the gift of vision, guys. Can you imagine a blind man? Remember the blind man in John 9? Jesus healed him. And they tried to get him to turn on Jesus. <laughs> he said, no, no, no. <laughs> All I know is I was blind, <laughs> and now I see. Amen? That's what you get when you come to Jesus. That's what you get. How much is vision worth? How much is it worth for me to know that when I die, I'm going to go to heaven? How much is it worth to me to know that God loves me and Jesus is at the right hand of God the Father? He lives right there to, to intercede for me. How, how much is that worth? Say, how much is it worth to know that my mama who was shot and killed, I can see her in heaven and she's dancing and celebrating. How much is that? Can money buy that? It's wise to follow love. You just never know what you get when you follow him. Amen. But I'm going to tell you right now, you need to put your faith in Christ. And he'll do this for you. Did you hear me? So he opened the eyes. He opened the eyes of the wife. They, they followed some star. And where they end up? Jesus. 
Mama sitting in that chair, Elizabeth Billy Graham. She ain't saved, but something touched her heart. A star happened in her life. And she followed that thing and took me with her. I just happened to be the, one of the lucky ones. Amen. Say. And we both saw him. You hear me today or not? Okay. Second thing that happened to the wise men. Now when they saw the star, say that last part with it. They did what? They what? With what? That's something. That's a lot of something, ain't it? They rejoiced with what kind? You know what Jesus did for me? You know what God did for me? Hello. Tell them we said howdy. Here we go. Here's what God did for me. He opened my eyes. I once was blind. Now I see. I once didn't know there was a God. Now I do. Once didn't know he loved me. Now he does, and I know it. I've received him as my Savior. Second thing he did for me. Look at it. Number two, he opened my emotions. And by the way, this happens in relationships. When you fall in love with somebody, you're, first of all, your eyes go, whoa, look at her. And then before you know it, you're in a relationship and your heart's pitted patter and it's like you're so excited and your friends think you've gone nuts. Wonder why it does that when we're in romance and relationship. You know why it does that? Because you're made in the image of God. And God says, I made you that way to love me. Why you got me on the back of the bus? You wouldn't have none of that pitter-patter and all that excitement stuff you got going on if it wasn't for me. And that's what God did for me. If you'd have told me as a young hellraiser ball player, never knew the Lord, that I would be so excited about the Lord's work, it is the funniest thing on the planet. But that's what he did. God opened my emotions, just like the wise men. Here they are. I see them as engineers. I see them as technical. I see them as just very, you know, maybe a stoical in their personalities. That's my opinion. And they get there and they see this baby, Jesus. And then they're just, all of a sudden, their pins are down, baby. Their stuff, whatever. They're just, oh, oh, my gosh. And they're just so happy and they're emotional and they're praising the Lord. Because they met love. They met love. They saw him with their own eyes. Well, that's what God did for me. I didn't realize there was something inside of me that I, I never knew I had. There was something there called enthusiasm and excitement. People come here to this church and say, you're so enthusiastic. I'm 56. But I tell you what. What he put inside of me is real. And I'll put it up against any 20-something-year-old preacher. We ought to have a preach-off sometime at this church and get the young joker up here. That's how much I believe in what God has put in me. This is not work for me. This is not work for me. Coming over here and loving on you and preaching his word and talking to you and opening up my guts and talking about Klopman Meal and... It's not work for me. I'm excited to do it. Did you hear me or not? If I'm sick, it ain't as pleasant. We know that. But I'm telling you what, God did this. This is not who I was. It's who I could be when I followed love. How many in your life, you'd say, Pastor Gary, I've gone through some hard times, but because I knew Jesus, he's helped me not to lose my excitement, my love for him. My enthusiasm for him.
Don't be surprised if behind the raised hand is a lot of pain. That's okay, because we've got him. Amen, sweetie. Isn't that right? Come on. I know many of you. That's what I love about this church. So he opened up my emotions. God gave me the gift of enthusiasm. This isn't like I've got to go, okay, Clark, I'll, they keep me in back. That's the way they do it a lot of churches. The preacher stays back there, especially the larger ones. And after they're all done, they let him out of his box. There ain't nobody boxing me up. I'm going to be right there praising God, enthusiastic about our music and what we're doing here. Amen. Say. Because this is who I am. God opened that up in me. Keep looking. What else, buddy? Let's look at the third thing. Don't, don't faint. You know the story ain't that long, so hang in here. And when the wise men were come into the house, they saw the young child with his mother, Mary. Say that part with me Let right there. And they did what? They what? And did what? I never fell down and worshipped Jesus ever in my life growing up. But when I trusted him, little did I know, he opened my eyes, he opened my emotions, and he would do something else. He would open this, my heart. If you had asked me about my heart, I didn't even know I had a heart. I would have said, pa-boom, pa-boom, pa-boom. But no, that's not the heart the Bible's talking about. When you believe with the Lord in your heart, that word is your will. That word is your gut, we call it. You get that feeling down where in your what? Gut, when something's wrong. You ever had that feeling say, something's gnawing at you on the what? On the inside. See, there's a spot right there that Jesus can open up inside of you. He can open your heart to love. Are y'all hearing me or what? That's what God did for me. He opened my heart. I didn't even know I had one. That's the beautiful thing about relationship, too. I was hurt real bad. And brought, God brought Kim in my life. At first, I couldn't see her. I was hurt so bad. I couldn't see. And when I could finally get my eyes open to see her, I didn't have no feelings. My feelings were all screwed up. But then I got them feelings working. But now she's in my heart. She's on the inside. She's a part of me and God now. You understand? How does all that work? Well, without him, you can't even understand it. What I just said, without this, you wouldn't even understand what I just said. That's what's so goofy. When we leave God out, what do we got? Strong attraction, a warm concern. No, there's your eyes. There's your feelings and your emotions. And there's your heart. Amen. So he opened my heart. I began to sing. Believe it or not, I did. I was a rough fella. I never sang a song in my life. I start going to church. There's some pretty girls. I hang out with them. They sing. So I thought, I'll sing too. Little did I know I could sing. But God, see, you don't know what's in you until you follow love. It's wise to follow love. How many, right now, you give God all the credit, 
but you cannot believe what God has helped you to become in your life. Let me see your hands. Can we just praise Him for that? Is that insane or what? That's insane. Isn't that cool? I began to sing. And little did I know, I've told people that don't know me that well, if you knew me, singing put food on my table most of my ministry. People generally back in the day didn't come to hear me preach. They came to hear me sing. And I do a little now still, but not a lot. Because I've moved on to like a little different place in my life. Amen. But you can't take the song out of my heart. And if you don't like the music here at Fellowship, there's one fellow you should never tell that to. Me. Did you hear me? Because I love music. I love all kinds of music. I didn't know I was a music person until I followed Christ. Yes or no? Y'all understand where I'm coming from? It was inside of me. He opened my heart to worship Him. Worship music. You couldn't lock me in the back because i got to be down here worshiping. He opened my mouth to praise Him. I've got letters. We don't like it when you say amen and out loud whenever somebody's praying. Well, you may as well write somebody else that too. Because I'm going to do that. That's who I am. Yes or no? You don't want to shut my mouth, do you? You don't want me to make, make me go back to the boy that went to the Klopman Mill, do you? I don't want to be that guy. I want to be the guy God intended me to be. Yeah, praise the Lord and you as well. Amen. And I know some of you aren't like me and me when Chuck prays it, amen, thank you, Lord. Yes, amen. I know that probably drives you up the wall, but just be patient with me. Because at least I'm not cussing mama out like it was. Amen. Say, God changed me. He opened my mouth to sing. But I want to say I love all kinds of songs. I like chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Jack Frost nipping at your nose. Tiny tots with their hearts. All that kind of good stuff. You know that good song? I love those songs. You know, I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. Silver bells. Sing it with me. Silver bells. It's Christmas time in the city. Ring-a-ling. Hear them ring. Soon it will be. Christmas Day, but there's none better than Silent Night, Holy Night. Come on. All is calm, all is bright, round yon virgin, mother and child, holy infant so tender and mild sleep in heavenly peace sleep in heavenly peace I never grew up doing that that's what I got when I followed love amen I got a little more. He put a new song in my mouth. Sure enough, even praise. Keep looking. God gave me intimacy with him in worship. 
I had no idea that a person could have an intimate relationship with God. That he would care for me. That he would love me. That he was touched with the feeling of my pain. I never knew there was a God like that. But I discovered that's who he is. Amen? Like the old song. And he walks with me and he talks with me and he tells me I am his own and the joy we share as we tarry there none other has ever known isn't it something yes or no this is what God did for me number four And when they had opened their treasures, say treasures. So wait a minute, he opened their eyes, mine too. He opened their emotions, mine too. He opened their heart, mine too. He opened their treasures. Look at it. Opened their treasures and they presented him what? Gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And that's what God did for me. He opened my treasures. He opened my treasures. Gary Clark was not a giving boy. I was a taker. Stealer. Not Pittsburgh. I love the Vikings. Let's throw that in there. I was the kid that would throw the rock through the window of an abandoned house because it was there. Why wouldn't we lay in the ditch with our BB gun and you drive down the road in your car? And we're the guy that put that little ding on your window. That was me. I was the guy that went to the corner market, ran by the blind lady, Hassie Brady, the fish market. The floors creaked. I went in. Fill my pockets full of Mary Janes because she's blind. And on the way out, she'd go, son, would you like some candy? And I would go, sure. And go get more. That's bad, ain't it, Miss Bob? I should have had my butt beat bad, shouldn't I? That's right. That's right. God opened my treasures. He changed me. I had no compassion for anybody. Now I love everybody. It don't mean I'm not going to be firm on you if you're wrong. Because that's called love. Yes or no? Or if you need coaching up, I'll do that. It's okay. But I love you. Love my town. I can't think of one person I don't love in this town. Might not like something they do, but doesn't mean I don't love them. What's that got to do with it? God did that for me. I was stingy. That's what Mama said. You stingy. So she'd tell me, you stingy. After I was a Christian, you stingy. She'd we'd grow okra and tomatoes. We didn't have much. She'd take our stuff and give it to the bank lady. You giving our stuff to that lady before I tell her? Because she's a good woman. Mom, we could have got $4.50 for that. Hush your mouth, you stingy. God changed me. Y'all hear me, yes or no? How many were like me? There ain't but three people in this room that are real hell raisers. I'm in the wrong church. 
Now, I'm in the right church, guys. Y'all are helping me, aren't you? He put a love inside of me for people. How many would say he did that for you, too? You look at you, and you know you, and he did that for you. Look at that. Look at that. I love you, and it's not hard for me to do. Who wrote that? I did. I love you. It's not hard for me to do. Pastor Steve, there's a lot of preachers in the ministry that don't love people. They love preaching. But they don't love people. Behind the message are the people. Yes or no? Had somebody used to work with me years ago. The straw that broke the camel's back with me. Well, see, he looked at me one day and he said, it would be great if it wasn't for the people. I can't believe how patient I was. Needless to say, he flew the coop. Fly away, oh glory. Amen. Come on. Let's look at the last one. Last one. So he opened my what? He opened my emotions. He opened my what? He opened my... Yeah, by the way, when you give here, it's like, ow, ow, ow. Or when you give to the Lord, it's like, thank you, Lord, you blessed me. See the difference? Say. See, when you follow in church, it won't get you there. You follow love, it'll get you there. There's a difference. You want to give to people you love, yes or no? Now, me and Kim are odd. We don't get each other a lot for Christmas. We're odd. You know what we did this year? We got a house and we fixed it up. And we got nice new appliances. And we were able to spend a little extra to make it nice for everybody coming over. But that's what we like, ain't it, baby doll? We like working. We like doing. But, but when you love somebody, you like to give. Yes or no? Amen. So when you love the Lord, say you love the Lord, but I don't want to give. Something ain't right there. Last one, and being warned of God in a dream. They were warned of God in a dream that they should not return to Herod. The wise men were warned of God in a dream. Because if they went back to Herod, he wanted to kill the Christ child, and he wanted to kill anybody who would be king. And he did kill kids under two years old. Is that correct? Absolutely. And so in a dream, they were warned, don't go that way. And they departed to their own country. What way? Here's the last thing of the message today. What did I get? Here's the last thing. God opened my spirit. Yeah. He opened my spirit. He opened my spirit. I didn't know I was spiritual. If you'd have said to me, you're spiritual, I'm like, I'm the least spiritual person ever growing up. I didn't even know we had a spirit. I thought you died, you died like a dog. I didn't know we had a spirit. If people said, you spirit, talk to, I thought you were talking to a ghost or something. I didn't know. I didn't know I was body, soul, and spirit. I didn't know there was a God in heaven that could com- communicate with me, that I could pray to. That in his word, I could read his word and it would get in my heart and it would help me make good sound decisions in my life. He opened my spirit. Just like he did to wise men. Wise men don't go that way. And you know what? They listened. And they didn't go that way. That's what God did for me. He opened my spirit. I hardly knew right from wrong growing up. How many were like me like that? You just had to make your way. See, you live a little different than I did. 
God's Word became my guidebook. When I got saved, I was just dumb enough to start believing it. And I thank the Lord for that every day. I started memorizing Scripture. I put them on three-by-five cards because I was crazy. And I started hiding God's Word in my heart, not even knowing what I was doing. I had a preacher that didn't go off to college. He learned the Bible on his own. Best he could. And he made mistakes, and I've made mistakes. But I tell you what, you put your trust in His Word and the Lord. i got a feeling you're going to make less mistakes than the fellow that goes off to seminary. Even though I went to seminary too, whatever. So God opened my spirit. And believe it or not, this is the funny part now. This is the funny part. People actually come to me for counseling now. Isn't that a joke? You, <laughs> you never know what you get till you start following it. That's why I ask you today, why are you going to one more Sunday leave here lost? When I just showed you what I got. I can't think of nothing crazier than that. Stop putting church, religion, man, take that and go, whoop! Stop putting your good works, your good looks, your compliments, whoop! And look at him. Look at Jesus. Came as a baby. Why? To take on him the sins of the world and die on the cross. Not just die, but raise from the dead so you could have new life. I'll take this over. Look at him. Don't leave here without the look of love. Don't leave here without the look of love. Remember the thief on the cross? I did a funeral Friday for a military man up at the cemetery up in Sarasota. Beautiful memorial cemetery. You ought to do that over the holidays. If you get a chance, ride to Sarasota. Thank God you live in America and get out and walk around all those graves. I did a funeral there. And you know what? He was not a, a very spiritual guy. He's rough. He was tough. And his kids, I know his young'uns, they played ball for us. And they witnessed to their dad. And we believe he's with the Lord. Because it wasn't about their dad. It was about Jesus and his love. You hear me? And they put on his headstone today. Finish it if you know it. You'll be with me in... I love that. The look of love that Jesus had for that thief on the cross. Yes or no? And for the hellraiser like me. What a great God. It's wise to follow love. And Raj has one last slide. God's still giving me gifts, guys. God's still giving me gifts. I didn't realize it. Look. Look at my gifts. Look at my kids. Look at them. Look at Kim. Look at little Danny and Abby. Look at you. Look at all that. That, that's crazy. You notice one picture ain't up there. My dog. 
Let's thank the Lord for his word today. Come on. I don't love that dog. Come on. <laughs> <laughs>